What is poetry? What makes a poem a poem? The word poem comes from Greek word poie, which means to create. At least that's how I think it's pronounced. Poems and poetry are older than the written word. It was a way to remember long before we learned to draw squiggly lines and say what we mean. We used it to remember laws, stories, hymns, and to even profess love. Such poems and verses relied on rhyme and repetition because it made it easier for us to remember and transfer the knowledge from one generation to the other. I like to think we all sang rather than spoke in the ancient times. Some of the oldest poetry in the world is the verses in the Rig Veda or the epics written in the ancient Greek. Welcome to the first episode of Not Another Poetry Podcast. I'm your host Avni and in today's episode we'll look at what makes a poem a poem. With the advent of written word, our poems started changing shapes and taking forms. So what distinguishes a poem and a story? Well, there is a general consensus that a poem has three essential features. Number one, the musical quality of language. This is done with the help of rhymes, rhythm, and meter. Number two, a poem transcends the words and its normal definition. It goes beyond. It packs a lot of what it wants to say in just a few words. Number three, a poem makes you feel. It knocks on your door and asks you to wake up, which is obvious because that's what all art does. Have you ever looked at poem and wondered how it could even be called poetry? On the other hand, there are poems that just sing. We're going to look at both of these examples in today's episode. The first poem we'll look at is penned by Saroshini Naidu or the Nightingale of India. This is also one of the first poems that I read during my school and it stayed with me. I even remember the tiny illustration besides it, those of a palanquin and palanquin bearers. The poem relies heavily on a sim- on simile and imagery as poetic devices and with a simple AABBCC rhyming scheme. The poem's called Palanquin Bearers by Saroshini Naidu. Let's give it a listen. Palanquin Bearers by Saroshni Naidu Lightly, oh lightly, we bear her along. She sways like a flower in the wind of a song. She skims like a bird on the foam of a stream. She floats like a laugh from the lips of a dream. Gaily, oh gaily, we glide and we sing. We bear her along like a bird on a string. Softly, oh softly, we bear her along. She hangs like a star in the dew of a song. She springs like a beam on the brow of the tide. She falls like a tear from the eye of a bride. Lightly, oh lightly, we glide and we sing. We bear her along like a pearl on a string. What a simple, beautiful poem, right? Like, if somebody reads this, they're sure to characterize this as one. Uh, the rhyming scheme is really simple and uh, the imagery is also really simple and I have to say if there's like an English teacher uh, that is listening out to me like this is a great poem to teach about similes um, just like with, uh, with few poetic devices such as refrain and simile like Sarojini Naidu paints this beautiful picture of of a bride going to her new home and she also manages to kind of add like a contradiction like while she's saying that you know how light she is and 
for palanquin bearers they're singing the song for the bride and the princess and then they're just saying that like you know how happy they are like taking her along and like you know so she he's uh, they say gaily or gaily we glide and we sing like they're so happy that they're singing and but then she still like kind of uh, depicts the emotions of the of the bride like by by not just saying that you know she floats like a lark but she she, they, she also writes like you know she falls like a tear so so that mixed emotions that the bride feels you know that i'm going to go and start my new life but i'm also like leaving my old home so sarojini so naidu actually wrote a lot about uh, what she saw around herself and about the domestic life uh, but yeah like a simple poem if anybody reads it they am sure to say that you know what yes this is a poem like this definitely definitely checks all the boxes that a poem should be because it sounds traditional right like it sounds uh, that it has all the parts of it um but now let's look at another one that i mean i feel that you might struggle uh, to identify this one as a poem uh but let's just let's try and see <laughs> what your reaction would be um so this one is also considered as one of the shortest poems in the english language and and the poet is actually mohammad ali the famous boxer and he said this during uh, an address to students of harvard like he had gone there and he had delivered his speech and he was done when somebody said give us a poem and and this is what he uh, what he said right like he said me we that's it that's the poem like would you characterize this as such like would you say oh yeah that's that's poetry um I don't know tricky right but um maybe we're jumping uh like to the conclusion let's try and unpack what he actually meant um so there are actually two uh interpretation that kind of uh centers around this me we by muhammad ali and the first one is actually about that this is for a sense of community like that i am part of you and you are part of me that there is no me without we A word that captures this really beautifully is uh, Ubuntu, which means uh, "I am because we are." Like, what a powerful concept and something that can define humanity. And the poem just uses two words and four letters. Um, the other interpretation, uh, however, goes like you know, like people interpreted that uh, he didn't really say "me we," he said "me we," as in like like he was exclaiming that. Um, you know what that, that that this is me and uh this points to a celebration of one's achievements and uh like it's a, it's a lot more self-centered <laughs> so and that's why i think i prefer the first interpretation because i feel that's more profound um so would you call this a poem just think about it like um the first time i found this out uh i i was actually thinking like you know how it gave me a very similar feeling of walking into a museum and looking at a piece of abstract art that i didn't understand and be like you know i could have painted that <laughs> so and which uh, actually uh, brought me to a question that i i asked myself like it, is it is it art perceived uh, like you know like how much effort the poet would have put in to create the poem does this that matter and do we use that to qualify as what is art and what is not right like if you if you look at um, 
like a little child who is drawing and painting and you know the child might spend like an hour or something just sitting there and just like coloring here there's exact lines and and squiggly lines and everything right and everybody else who might see that like without knowing who that uh like who did that we like you know uh, what a piece of crap <laughs> but not for not for the mother right not not for the or not for somebody who would know that that was created by like a really young child like you know and so like what in in our head how do we qualify a a piece of art or a piece of poetry like and i i often feel that we do put that uh, you know um that on a threshold that how much effort did that person put in oh making this so so that's why we find uh a lot of appreciation that goes around uh when you actually don't really understand poetry that much is for poems that are more difficult right and that are challenging and and a simple poem of uh, of two letters so i four letters and two words such as what muhammad ali ali said would not really fit that criteria but it is in fact a poem and uh, let's see let's let's look at let's forget our own subjectivity and and look, let's look at the three essential features that we discussed about that what a poem should have and the first is that it should have some for, some for some form of musical quality of the language right and which me we does very easily because it's the same sound being repeated twice so it definitely like checks that box and the other is that uh, the, the words in themselves should transcend what the poet was trying to say like the words should go beyond like the meaning is beyond what just the words mean and definitely like you know you it doesn't matter which interpretation you pick the first one or the second one the words do transcend what the uh, transcend that definition and it do mean beyond uh, like just like the like what those words independently would mean and the third one is that the poem it should make you feel and now it's interesting because uh people uh i don't know about people actually but for myself when i was uh, much younger if if i didn't understand a poem and and i was getting frustrated and like you know if i was getting frustrated i i actually disqualified that as a poem like you know i was like yeah what, what a crappy poem but you know that that was a very mature thing to do because even a feeling of frustration is a feeling like it did make you it knocked on at your door like you know and or it could be a feeling of elevation it could be inspiration or it could even be a sadness it could be grief it could be anything and that poem needs to make you feel and i think and i think that's what all art does sometimes it just confuses us but that's also a feeling and that's what um and i think uh, muhammad ali's me we also just totally takes that box and so definitely yes i would categorize it as poem as everybody else has done and uh like and but it has like when the first time i came across this knowledge it did challenge uh, my own perception of what poetry is and uh how can you write poems and you know what's a perfect poem and all of that um so i think that's what uh, that's about it we are we're at the end of our episode and i just want to repeat that uh, a poem is a poem cannot be defined right like what is poetry so like we began with the question of what is poetry and um, and our answer is it's it's undefined 
it's undefined a word it's undefined yeah maybe it is <laughs> um so yeah it it can't be defined it can't be constructed in boundaries like uh, a poem does not need to have like you know these many words these many letters these many rhyme schemes this kind of a meter um like i should do this i should do that no we don't have that like uh, we don't have a checklist uh, in terms of this that a poem a poem should meet all these criteria but there are three principles and three features that we talked about that if you look at any poem that has been characterized as a poem or or even if it hasn't been characterized by something else but you think it's poetry just to see if it actually meets those three features and and i'm sure you would find that in some way or the other it does so so in the end poetry is fluid like all art forms and it is something that only humans create right and and it's beautiful it helps you manifest yourself and in different ways it helps you um uh, show the world uh the it helps you tell the world how you see the world right like and it's like you you lend your eyes uh, to the reader for a short while and then the reader can experience the world um the way you do so yeah i think that's about it this was my first episode if you liked the episode let me know and uh, i'm soon planning to start an instagram page i will start putting it up in the description uh, i do do a lot of research uh, around when i i started making my first episode so i will put in the links into the description again and yeah bye bye see you next week